once you stab them with it, like it's not like they're gonna die or anything. But now they can still. He's like, I got a- okay, I got HIV now, right. so I might as well just kick your ass. The whole point to, is to right. not stab them. You threaten them. I got it's it. The threats everything. You know, from <laughs> well, the smallest room in New York City. You had some real yeah. insight there. Here comes a show that gives you a reason to live. There, yeah, yeah. the th- the values and the threat. I'm committing more crimes lately. So. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm upset to hear that. I hope you don't get locked up. Yeah. Some of these people in Rikers do a lot of pre-trial time, but don't let that you know deter yeah. you from living the life that you want. In violent Brooklyn, a violent Brooklyn mom went ape, then then passed ape on the way to totally inhuman, where it's in her best interest to remain, lest regret eat her alive. I would declare my intention to direct earnest prayers to the higher power of my choosing. The 26-year-old mom, Zara Coons, discovers some sense of the compassion she lacked for her four-year-old son, whom she killed. But... To do that would not only needlessly color the otherwise unbiased opinions of the better-than-average objective listeners to this program, they would pointlessly threaten to compromise my integrity as a journalist. I don't take that lightly. Now, we've been the only show doing this particular thing since 2011, providing unbiased, objective coverage of crime and court activity in New York City with a complete lack of reverence for any agenda, narrative, or ideology. And with no philosophical constrictions, we pay no respect to any individual or institution, and we never ask for any. With the existent parallel reality, we maintain the same consistent lack of respect for everyone and everything. Some people, you know they're out there, wouldn't piss on you if you were on fire. Well, I wouldn't piss on my detractors unless they were on fire. Because when someone's on fire, that's the time to piss on them. When they're in unimaginable pain, pretty soon they'll be dead. You don't want them to slip away without knowing how you really feel. And if you've followed the show attentively over these last six years, you're not just aware of what's happening here. You may also be aware of something much larger than the five boroughs. Plus Long Island, certain areas just upstate past Westchester, New Jersey, and occasionally Connecticut. You may be aware that every crime is a phenomenon and an experience which affects every person. Crime is as inextricably connected to the human experience as eating, sleeping, breathing, fucking, and other bodily functions which don't bear discussion in this context. And if you've learned that, you're my favorite kind of listener. And if you've been listening for a while but hadn't quite made that connection, don't feel bad. That's why I'm saying it. Joining me now, Tony Tudor. Hello. Tony, I'm old enough to remember when the term dysfunctional family became a like a catch-all term. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Remember when, when people started saying dysfunctional for the first time? When they, when that first kind of became a thing? You probably yeah, don't. I, I, I don't remember functional. Um, yeah, functional was never a, a thing. Functional family. It no. was just automatic. We just uh, dysfunctional. Just right away. Yeah. And then we, yeah, that was the opposite of normal somehow. Yeah. And that was a term for having uh, family members basically who drank too much. Or who, right. <laughs> or who just got on your nerves in general, you know. Well, it was a pejorative for a very short period of time. And then it was a like a blue collar badge of honor, you yeah, know, like that yeah. show that has William H Macy on it, you know, and they're they're all drunks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's something you go like like Roseanne, right? That'd... All of a sudden, we're proud to be in this like oh Slobs. boy, we are dysfunctional. Yeah. We talk uh, mean to our children, <laughs> right. and they have no choice but to put up with it. And then people start saying, "Hey, all families can be described as dysfunctional on some level." So so if your family kind of sucks which it might, prepare for a comparison, which is sure to go in your favor. The Brooklyn murder I was speaking about a minute ago is rare, brutal, and in a way, 
The symmetry of its design almost makes it a thing of twisted beauty. A mother, a mother, see, it's, let's, let's not, I want you to hear this in, in the way I intended it. A mother killer's son was killed by his mother. You heard right. The son of a Bronx man who murdered his mother, murdered his mother, murdered by his mother. It gets confusing even to me just yeah, saying it. The, the, the son of a Bronx man who murdered his mother, murdered by his mother. Now, that mother, Zora Coombs, accused of killing toddler Zamara Coombs, the offspring uh, who sprung from the seed of South Bronx psychopath Bashid McLean. Now, McLean, as we know, as we've covered in previous episodes, currently serving 25 years to life in prison for a crime he committed in February 2013. That crime, a murder, and the murder, a near-perfect example of what happens when you don't take your meds. Now, um... I don't suppose this kid really knew his dad. No. Um, I, I doubt he visited him. Um, yeah. She changed her name because she didn't want to be the wife of someone who... Cut off his mother's head. Right. And held it up for a selfie. She would rather be the person who kills her own kid. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's, I'll go down that way, but it's going to be uh, under the name that I choose. So she just made up that name. Yeah. Yeah. She changed both parts too. I mean, it was um, hmm. the um, well, yeah, she did, didn't she? But the kid, he, I mean, when I when I first saw it, you know, I was like, wow, what did this kid do? Did he, you know, murder someone or drop a dozen eggs? But no, he just dropped one egg and just one egg. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> she beat him to death with a broomstick. And that's a very uh, there's an evil witchcraft kind of connotation of that. Yeah. Also. He didn't just drop the egg, and there's part of this that I have some inside scoop on that is not being reported. He dropped the egg, and then he put it into several garbage bags and distributed it to <laughs> dumpsters in the South Bronx. So, <laughs> obviously, the like evil... Fa- the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Does not, doesn't. Yeah, even when the father is doing 25 to life. You know, and I also think that might be why she did this. So maybe, in a way, it could be interpreted as uh, self-defense. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is the son of a mother killer. You know, you nip it in the bud. Yeah, yeah. She knows what he's going to grow up to be, you mm-hmm. know. Drop, you start off by dropping an egg, and mm-hmm. soon you're holding up a ha- head. That's a sign. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, when someone drops an egg, and they, uh, I mean, we don't know all about it. Was there remorse? You know, did a kid feel bad about it, or was he like, yeah. uh, did he give his mom the finger? <laughs> no, this is known. Now, I'm not victim blaming, because, uh, you know. Yeah. This is a, uh, you know. Did he uh, have it coming? I don't, mm-hmm. I, I, we all got it coming, yeah. you know, in a sense. It's, it's, it's a line from uh, Unforgiven. Have you ever seen that movie? He says, uh, um, there's this kid, the kid that goes to do the shooting, right? He killed a guy. Yeah. And he feels awful about it afterwards, you can tell. He's trying to drink himself into a stupor. He's talking to Clint, oh, Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Yeah, yeah. And he says, ah, he had it coming anyway. I know that. Mm-hmm. He had it coming. And, Clint Eastwood says, we all got it coming, kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's something to think about. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, well, this this makes me think, too, if she said that she did it because he dropped an egg. So for the first four years of his life, I mean, was he just perfect? Like, was that the worst thing he did? You know, was he dropped an egg at yeah. the age of four? Like. That's pretty remarkable to go, yeah. you know. I mean, it was yeah. He he really sullied a good record there. 
Yeah. Like, now, maybe he dropped an egg every day for six years in a row, four years in a row, six weeks in a row. You know, maybe it was a, maybe it was a pattern. And just, yeah. We're it, not getting the whole picture ever. Right. Was it hard-boiled? Was it, you know... In all these situations, we always have, um, we always have the papers. They present a one-sided view. Mm-hmm. A child's killed um, for dropping an egg, and uh, you know that's, I guess, in in the view of the press, that's auto bad, right? That is yeah. like that is like, uh, you know, there's no side. I mean, there's two sides to every story. That's what we've been told <laughs> time and again. I mean, and and the media, it doesn't, it really never presents that. In, in a case like this, that mother, uh, as I said, uh, that this is uh, Zora Coombs, and she's accused of killing toddler Zamara Coombs, and uh, and uh, this uh, he never knew the, the dad, you know, to, yeah. to to learn his tricks or whatever, and <laughs> uh, so he wasn't prepared, you know, to to take his mother on. He, he had <laughs> size alone, you know. Uh, he, he didn't own the uh, the proper equipment, you know. Yeah, the Black and Decker, uh, right? He uh, yeah, an electrical saw, a Black and Decker saw. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, even Bashid uh, had to buy it that day. I mean, on the fly, you know. I mean, like he it was it was purchased for that reason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, it makes you wonder how many people who buy Black and Decker saws, uh, and that's a fun, that's a trusted name. Oh yeah. In, in, in electrical saws, uh, how many people buy those? You know, specifically because they need to cut up a body. Yeah. It, it's uh, some percentage, right? Yeah, it's got to be. Um, it could be, I would say, a fraction of... A, it's It's certainly no more than 25% of all the saws they sell. It couldn't be more. Yeah, no, no, One no. in four, I'd say. Yeah, One in four. I, I mean, I see people online getting them. I'd say, yeah. That, I mean... About 25% of them look like they're, they're in a rush to get home and, yeah. you know, get something done. Yeah, right. and and they don't look like uh, the type of people who are working with wood. No, no, <laughs> they're, mm-hmm. they they look just, like grave diggers or something. Angry, yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they might be buying trash bags with it, you know. Yes, that's the, or lie. That would also be a giveaway. Yeah, if you're getting something to uh, some sort of a chemical compound, if you're buying like a big uh, plastic tub, like in that one, uh, like in Breaking Bad, I understand that that uh, some people have tried to copycat. Uh, Crime yeah, that you know. Yeah. It's funny when 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 Bashir uh, Bashid rather uh, first was uh, arrested for this whole thing. He, it wasn't for the murder. It was for the getting rid of the body because they, they were you know they they right, linked, they linked right. the body to him. You know once they found the head, yeah. uh, you know so they, and obviously they're going to find the pictures on his phone where he's uh, holding up the head <laughs> in triumph. <laughs> <laughs> he should have hedged his bets a little bit instead of like such a triumphant face. Made like a horrified face. Yeah, like oh my yeah. god, look what I just found. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I wonder how many pictures there were of him holding the hat, you know, and he just had to, you know, she wasn't smiling or. You know. <laughs> it's hard to get that picture where everybody's <laughs> in sync. Right. Her eyes were closed, you know. Or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. That's, the, that's the thing about a decapitated head, you know, it just, it never, it doesn't always smile for the picture. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Things move around loosely, you know. You can never. Yeah, you can't count on him. Right. Yeah, I mean, and I think he couldn't. He didn't think he could count on her before, even when she was alive, because that's. I think that he uh, felt he wasn't a favorite. You yeah. Know? He felt he was, that the other kids were favored, and I think, well, this would be a good reason why. You know, this uh, maybe she sensed the capacity in you to someday cut her head off 
and pose with it. Right, right. <laughs> that guy took it hard. Yeah. I mean, my mom's favorite is not me, or was not me, and I tell you, I've, I've had nothing but love for the woman. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I've, yeah. I love my mother. That was a funny thing that uh, Maxime Gelman said in the, like, you know, the special uh, I did. With, it was Joe Lozito's story of Joe Lozito called Subway Hero. It was on Compound. It's a three-part thing that I cut together out of uh, a lot of different kinds of footage and, and interview footage with Joe, uh, Subway Hero Joe Lozito. But there was uh, one interview with Maxime Gelman. He's a spree killer, and uh, he killed her, his mother's, uh, I guess his stepdad. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, Kuznetsov. Alexander yeah. Kuznetsov. Which sounds a lot like cuts nuts off. <laughs> and uh, he uh, he said, I love my mother. I would never hurt my mother. I love my mother. <laughs> and I had a lot of fun making a little uh, a little loop out of that. I would never hurt my mother. I love my mother. You know, and just making him say it over and over. And then he's just going, mother, mother, mother. <laughs> and, uh, it's like a weird robotic kind of thing. Well, it says, uh, there's some quotes here from relatives. And I always think mm-hmm. that's interesting. Quotes from neighbors and shit are always pretty generic. But the relatives, you know. Yeah. They say things that that really are more too, revealing. Yeah, I think so. She, uh, this is Cassandra McLean uh, Smith. She's the aunt of murderer Abashid McLean. She says, "Ain't this crazy? <laughs> <laughs> a child kills his mother, and then a mother kills her child. Ridiculous." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What are we coming to? Ridiculous. Yeah, that's how she explains it. I think that's just ridiculous. <laughs> that's a great anecdote. I mean, that's a... <laughs> yeah, bust that out at a party. Close with ridiculous. That's Listen a, to this it, one. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's She seems to almost revel in it a little bit like uh, the this, that's this part of the family. You know? yeah, like, know, they're crazy. I can sum it up like this, you know? <laughs> My inheritance just got yeah. a, a little bit less uh, spread out. Yeah, because no. they leave each other money. Ridiculous is the punchline, you know, and everyone's laughing. Yeah. Ridiculous. What are we coming to? <laughs> Applause break. Her sister, uh, McLean, and it was her sister that was killed and dismembered by her uh, oldest son, uh, Bashid McLean. That was back in February 2013. He was married to Vera McLean at the time, but according to McLean's sister, Porsche Lovett. <laughs> <laughs> His wife changed her name to Zara Coombs after that's C O O M B S. Coombs. Wow. <laughs> it's certainly uh it's close to the word coons. <laughs> yeah. And that's a that's a slur you don't hear often, I have to say. Uh, people are not gonna mistake it for that because you know I'm not they're not gonna think your name is Zara Coons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's uh Coombs. But Porsche Love It, that's a name. That's what you change Porsche, your name to. Yeah. Porsche love it. That sounds like a stripper. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it might have been. I mean. Yeah, maybe. Boy, but you, you know, had a hot sister. Yeah. Maybe that's why mother liked her more, because she was more attractive. Definitely. I mean, I would, I mean, if I was a mother and mm-hmm. had You'd lean daughters, towards the, the... I would lean <laughs> towards the more attractive yeah. one, you know. Sure. I'd lean hey, on her. Become friends with some, like, uh, muscle shirt wearing fatty. Yeah, you know. Which is what Bashid was. I mean, look at him. He's just a big old fatty. He he's got a f- real feminine face no, too. No sex appeal. Yeah. Looks like a, he looks like a, a. No offense to a lesbian, but he he you know when a man looks like a lesbian, that's not really a good thing. I look at him, and he's got tits. He's got this like a, a kerchief tied around his neck, and he just <laughs> yeah. oh my god, that's just a tragic photo. And they never have shown the mother's head; that's always blurred out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. He takes the time to get the right picture, and they just blur it out. You yeah. Know? 
And you know, there's other photos that they don't ever show blurred out or otherwise. You know that that, that are described in certain places where she's on the he posed her on the on the couch and stuff like that. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he did a lot of fun stuff. <laughs> so he had a good sense of humor. Even you'd I mean, like to think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like if he didn't see the humor in it, he well, I mean, right. come on. That's like uh, that's <laughs> like saying that's like saying Eddie Murphy does <laughs> Eddie Murphy doesn't know what he's doing on stage. Right, right. This guy is like sort of a, a comedian in the genre of murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he had a bu- his buddy helped him. I wonder if his buddy was there while he was you know t- getting these pictures done. Yeah, you maybe. Yeah, uh, I, I you wonder yeah. about that, right? Like, uh, like we gotta get rid of the you know. The vaginas in this bag, we had tosses, you know, and <laughs> they cut a separate. Like, they cut the vagina <laughs> off, buried in a separate bank. It's like good luck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> vagina in the dumpster behind, you know. Yeah, we want that to go in a very special hole someplace. <laughs> but the hole, yeah, it's uh, some teenagers I, were fucking it, you know. And I mean, without a doubt, if they I mean, found it, you know. I mean, if I found some old lady's cut off pussy, yeah. If you're, if you're I, a teenager, find that, and if, yeah, in my teenage years, yeah. It's a great story to tell. I almost know? have no resistance to that. We were 13 and we found a pussy in an alley, you know? Yeah. And it's just still good. Just, yeah. <laughs> it's still, still pretty good. <laughs> pretty fresh. <laughs> you know? It's not one of these, like, laid around and got hard kind of thing. It was, it yeah. was you know, and, and, if it, and if it does dry up a little bit, you freshen it up a little water. I it mean, was nice. You cut water. it off so we could just, you know, use it with our hands. Like, just. Yeah. And he, well, I mean, and, and, and let's granted, he probably was not doing an anticipation of, of us finding it, you know. We right, find this right. But, you know, finders keepers. <laughs> that's uh, the <laughs> I'm going to keep it. She was uh, 26. That's old. That's young to be a mom of yeah. a four year old. You have a kid at 22, it's, you, you know, you don't really know what kind of mom you're going to be. Right, right. You don't know that you're going to, you know, choose to. Beat the kid with the broomstick instead of cleaning up the egg with the broomstick. Yes, yeah, you have. She a had bro- a choice. Yeah, there's a bro- yeah, and maybe you know, maybe she was just aggressively sweeping. Yeah, that's probably going to be the defense. Yeah, aggressive sweeping, and the kid just kind of got in. You know, got was, in the way. Like I've had like sweeping up food, and a rat comes in. And I'm hitting it with the broom, but yeah, yeah. You know. I mean, yeah, and the and the rat didn't even do nothing. No, yeah, he's just there. <laughs> yeah. The like rat's I, dead. I thought it I heard it. somebody said something about an egg out here. Yeah. Came to check it out, and <laughs> yeah. now you hit me with a fucking broom. I, mean, I thought we had a deal. Yeah. You ever have a rat in your apartment? Yeah. Um, I think so. I mean, it was... I have. I had not in my current apartment, but I've had, I had a rat in... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I used to live in a place in, 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 uh, in Tennessee yeah. that had uh, a, a bit of a, an issue. You know, oh. a bit of an issue. I wasn't aware of it. I didn't know. Uh, it's funny. I was very naive about that kind of thing. So you didn't know that there were rats? Um. <laughs> it sounds crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. But I didn't. I hadn't seen them. And uh, we had these dogs. They would bark at the walls. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and eventually it was like, wait a second. I hear something scurrying in there. And uh, and then you just start to kind of put things together, you know. And, like, we were living, mm-hmm. like, uh we were we it, it was it was a, it was it's 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 not it's not embarrassing to say because I was young and stupid and I didn't know what the fuck I yeah. was doing and I just rented it's a house. See what's going to be embarrassing? I mean. Yeah, exactly. I mean, just the, the state itself. Mm-hmm. I love, by the way, any listeners in Tennessee. Boy, oh boy, I I, I relish all the time that I spent there. Every time mm-hmm. I go there now, and uh, it's it's always a fun place to be. A lot of good friends in Tennessee. However, uh, I, I wouldn't go back there and live now. I like it here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I certainly wouldn't go back to Twentieth Street. Is that where the trailer was uh, <laughs> booted down? <Yeah. laughs> 
Oh man, if it was if it had been a trailer, I might have been better off because there wouldn't be a basement. Yeah. That's where all these rats would hang out in the fucking basement. Oh. Those rats are really powerful too. See, they I had really a bat. Last. I had a bat once. A bat. Yeah, and I, I first I just you know I'd, it'd be dark and I'd see something move. I just thought oh, it's just a ghost probably, you know. All right. You see some fly by and then no big deal. Yeah, you know they're just. You know, they can't, yeah, they can't really do anything no. from what I've seen in movies. No. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that's how I know ghosts. But but they can do something in movies. That's the thing. They will do. They they will scare you to death or something. People get yeah, freaked out. Yeah, they get hair, scared. Maybe your hair turns white. Right. But if you, yeah, but they can, you know, they go through walls and I don't think they can really. You might have touch difficulty you. achieving erection in that room. Yeah. Well. And and, and creepiness. Difficulty. Yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> You got to take your it's mind not off. Not impossible. Of, I mean, yeah, focus on something else. Yeah. Well, think about your nephew, and uh, you know whatever it takes at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean, Any, anything's yeah. better than not fucking. Anything's better than not making that happen. I I think. Wait. Oh, think about your nephew. If you're not gonna. Okay. Wait. No, no. If you're going to. Oh like, yeah. Like, to get yeah, over that whole ghost thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We meant, uh, yeah. I'm on your way. Well, sad because I was like, wait. Well, I, I know, I know what... You I, lost, when you said nephew, I was... Uh, <laughs> oh, you went off to a different place. I was place. staring off. I was I thinking know, about man. me working out and then <laughs> walking, you know. Just. Doing curls with some dumbbells. Yeah. You know, man. Yeah, he's in such good shape since he took over his training. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, like the way you, like, uh, you know, you position him and it's, you, know, you tell him, like, hey, you know, put on just your underwear and that way you can look in the mirror, you see your physique as it right. develops. Yeah, you're, you're such a good uncle. Yeah, uh, oil you, up his six-pack, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, he's learning the ropes. Well, that's what, yeah. I mean, I'm an uncle. I'm not a father. I got to teach him stuff like, you know, sexual stuff that, mm-hmm. you know, his dad's not going to want to get it, you know, get into. It's uncomfortable for a father to talk to a son about these things. Right. And it's uncomfortable if I don't get it out. <laughs> yeah. You know? You're not going to feel good about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to feel. <laughs> Confused and hard. Well, and it's going to create a tension between you and the nephew, too. Yeah. You know, because it's like, even if you're not talking about it, it's something that's there. Yeah. Like you know? It's, it is going to create an erection between us, too. And so, like, <laughs> tension. Tension, I said, yeah. Ten, well, that's right. uh, it's tension, but it's the sort of thing where you go, let's, uh, like, because when you get it's that bulge, us. you know, yeah. you get that bulge, he's around, and you go, you know what? You can't get too close. We should address the elephant in the room here. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, and then that's when you take it out, you know, and that's address it, right? Address it like I told you. And the thing is, I dress it up. I could never have sex with a teenager because they what? just re- require so much, you know, handling and so much. Oh. You know, you have to, you have to basically have. You have to. It's almost like you have to blow yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, they're ungrateful too. Um, mm. I mean, I caught these. I was a teacher, um, and I caught these. Uh, of course, you've had many, 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 jobs. many professions. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> was uh, it was at recess, and I catch these two kids having sex, you know, on the internet. Goodness, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and you and you you caught them because you were uh, perusing the dark web. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. You know, and, because really, the, the school computer is is uh, it's the kind of thing where they're going to notice that it happened, but they won't know who did it. Exactly. And, uh, you know, you don't want to do that at home. 
and look at and look at the Dark Knight there because you know no you know, now doesn't it work. People get on there. They look at these torture videos. They look at these people being you know mm-hmm. it's like snuff films and things like that. People being killed, babies being cut in half, and like what whatever happened it just just sucks. pedophilia. Yeah, you know? yeah it's just like regular old right. <laughs> just teaching, showing the ropes. Yeah, it's it can be sweet. It, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't have to be torture. No. You know? Absolutely not. I mean, like, look, everybody needs affection. And uh, that's, I, you know, and if you've seen that uh, that clip. Yeah. Boy, that's a that's a little, that's a hot clip. Everybody I mean, needs I affection. A tra- I was a child porn star. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From, you know, my grandpa was a director. And you know what sucks about that is that um, in a situation like that, these child actors, the kind of uh, raw deal they get, you know, because oh, they, yeah. there's no royalties. insurance. Royalties. to say nothing of, like, the fact that there was never any salary to begin with. I mean, yeah. they're getting free labor. Uh, it, <laughs> really sh- there should be a union. It's, yeah. There should be, SAG should let, uh, um, I don't think. Por- child porn stars. Because I, yeah, I don't think child porn stars currently are, <laughs> are eligible no, to join I, SAG. Even regular porn stars, maybe <laughs> even, not. Yeah, even. Uh, adults. No, they're not. That's yeah. So what's to prevent them from being exploited? You know, that's a that's a really, Kids really are, good question. Yeah, they're at a tender age, you know, and uh, they right. They're oh, they're excited. They get you know, they get a you could be on TV. Like yeah. you get a Exc- or, yeah. suck this boner. Right. You know? The, you know, at the audition, you know, you just nailed it. <laughs> yeah. No. You know, and uh, you're hoping you get the part. <laughs> right. Right. You know, and then it turns out. Oh wait, that was the part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now they're you know by the time you get home, that's up someplace <laughs> making money that you'll never see a cent of. Yeah. It's and then oh yeah, I mean think about I mean times people. Wa- I mean I'll watch the same one over and over again, and it's like that yeah. kid's getting nothing. He's getting nothing, uh, and uh, you know it's and that does when you think about that when you when yeah. you let that idea dwell in your mind that the kid's getting nothing, it does make you come harder. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. needless to say, it's not. It, 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 it's it, kind of like angry comic. Like, oh, why isn't he? <laughs> like, this isn't right. It's an element of of the of the arousal. Yeah, and uh, and the thing about he uh, deserves these, better. <laughs> <laughs> these kids, they'll have some kind of a, a, a you know a mom manager, you know a, a stage oh, yeah. mom and a stage dad. Usually, more like a stage dad. Usually, and it's not <laughs> yeah, actually their yeah. dad, but just some guy. Who who sort of fills that role? You right, know, as he delivers like, them in a van, and uh, parents are very very wary about uh, letting their kids go into show business. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then, and I understand. I mean, but they should be there for them because you know if they're watching over them, like they can make sure they get their dues. For yeah, you know, exactly. And, they can make sure that they get paid. You know, right. and that probably what'll happen is they'll just pay you. And you you can yeah. you can maybe tell yourself that you're putting it in a trust or something like that. You know. Right. Uh, also, you know, that's what they don't understand is like this might look bad, you know, but you don't know how bad this can get. You may never see this kid again, you know. Yeah, yeah. A little supervision is all. I mean, you, know? you might be able to see him again if you're, you know, searching the net. But I mean, right? Yeah, but that's I mean, not right. You're not going to be able. You 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 can't uh, sponge off them, you know, <laughs> unless you're there, right? Right, right. Because think of some of these big child stars, you know. And their parents stole, like, yeah. Their parents stole from them, but you know what? They made the money. They made a mark, and they have a they, you know, even though they're wi- widely ridiculed, you know, like a child star. Mm-hmm. I mean, what child star came out of it smelling like a rose? None of them. Yeah. But you know, at least they had something. You know, what I mean, they had some fame. 
Now, what about these other kids? Let's contrast them. No fame. You can't name one child porn star. Not uh, one. Well, Vic, Victor. Well, there's Victor Carucci, um, Jesse. Okay. No, I. Most people can't. Yeah. 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 I, I should. I mean, obviously, you sometimes know, they keep their names out of it. You want to know because you want to be like, oh, I wonder what other films this kid's done. He. And that's the thing too. Showed up. It doesn't even really enable you to follow their careers. No, they keep it hidden. You know, how's he supposed to get more work? Yeah. How's how's word get around? Yeah. If there's not a box that I can read this off of someplace, or you know, and now everything's (laughs) now everything's digital. Of course, you know, Uh. it's all it's and and that just all that does is chase it more. And let's let's just in a pragmatic world, okay? Yeah. We know that child pornography exists. We know mm-hmm. that people are going to look at it. There's always going to be a market for this, which is why yeah. it is a reliable business yeah. uh, to, to go into. Um, there's never been a child porn movie that lost money. Yeah. Never. And, and people uh, know this, <laughs> and they know it's something they can exploit. But you think, if, if it's going to happen, mm-hmm. then union. You know? yeah. I mean, let's just union. I, it, it becomes... A rallying cry at that point, you know. I mean, yeah. not everybody. It's like the little rascals. They, you know, they didn't get. They got screwed. Yeah. I mean, not the way these other kids are getting screwed. Not but... in exactly the same way, but they certainly got. Uh, you know, they 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 had some they... professional uh, difficulties later on in life. I mean, yeah. Robert Blake, I think, played. Uh, what was it, Porky? But yeah, Por- there's a little kid. They all had porn names: Porky, Spanky. Um... You yeah. know, you Alpha Fa. I could see why you think you know, like some people would watch it thinking, "Oh, I was getting something else." Like I read to the wrong movie. Yeah, you keep waiting for it. To, <laughs> this is not the little. You're waiting for it to get fun. Right. When are they going to start rascaling around? You know. Yeah, let's get, get rascally, kids. <laughs> Come on. And then it just uh, never happens. Yeah. And 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 now now Real what have you prudes, done? You know what have you done? You've disappointed a fan base mm-hmm. unnecessarily, and you've poisoned the water for for real child porn. Yep. And uh, that it's not going to help anybody. It really isn't. Now, uh, moving on, Midtown South, a U.S. Department of uh, Correction mugshot. I'm looking at of a very uh, interesting kind of fellow who uh, he was. He was in a Macy's. Now, I, I like to shop at a Macy's. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not uh, the kind of person who's. Uh, you know, I don't need a boutique store. You know, but and I don't need to go to Saks Fifth Avenue. I'm not. I'm not fancy. You know, I've, I've got. A, I've got a couple of gift certificates. I got a gift gift mm-hmm. card for Hugo Boss right now. That I can. Oh, I nice. could go get some nice clothes. And I. And I just never occurs to me to do that. I wear the same stuff all the time, yeah. and I'm happy as can be. Now Macy's. I bought a few suits there, mm-hmm. and the service has been amazing. Well, this is a homeless shoplifter. His experience is going to be different. Yeah, uh, he's uh, claiming uh, it, he's uh, doing his shoplifting, and he's uh, he's stopped by a guard, right? And uh, a security guard saw Robert Perkadan. His name's <laughs> <laughs> Robert Perkadan. Oh boy, that's. <laughs> I wonder if he changed his name. Yeah, or if it was changed for him. You know, like. <laughs> Oh, You're Robert Perkinson. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> Robert Perkinson, 25 yeah, years yeah, old. He's an FC. Beat it, kid. <laughs> this guy was uh, trying to leave with some merchandise in a bag without paying for the items. And it was the middle of the day. And it's probably a good time to shop. It was like a different, yeah. like a through period kind of thing in the middle of the day. Police and, and uh, uh, police uh, arrived. Uh, there was a complaint filed with the Manhattan District Attorney's Office and everything. So what happened is this guy was leaving, and he attacked the guards with a hypodermic needle, telling them he had AIDS, 
he claimed to be HIV positive, rather, and he mm-hmm. uh, bit another guard, too. So now they th- think they could have AIDS. <laughs> they think they're going to get HIV. Now, is that something that actually happens? I mean, do people actually, I mean, I know it just happened here, but yeah. I mean, do is, is it like something where people go, I, you know what, if you fuck with me trying to steal the, you know, this uh, thermos or whatever the fuck he's trying to steal, whatever a homeless person needs, yeah. uh, then I'm going to give you HIV. I mean, could, could there be, I mean, of course there could be somebody that terrible. Yeah, the, you know, but what I don't get is this guy, he pulls it out and he just, stabs him right away like that you just defeated your only line of defense is right. once you stab him with it like it's not like they're gonna die or anything but now they can still he's like i got it okay i got hiv now right so i might as well just kick your ass the whole point to, is to right. not stab him you threaten them i got it's it threats everything you <laughs> yeah. know man you had some real insight there yeah, yeah. the three the values and the threat yeah and then once you blow the threat, you've shot your wad. Unless you got some <laughs> kind of fucking, I got some other worse disease too. Yeah. It's in this needle. And the other two guys come to help him. I mean, come on. I don't know if a job in Macy's is worth that. Um, as a security guard, you know. Mm, well, I mean, you get fired, but you don't have you know HIV. But I, I think on the whole, I would take that trade out. I think yeah, I would. But I, like in the moment, I think it's a pride issue too. And, and he, plus, you can't just say, like, hey, it's open season. Uh, shit's free if you got AIDS. Right, right. Other, the word gets you around. Understand. Yeah, you got all yeah. these people with AIDS coming down, just taking <laughs> merchandise, walking out with it, going, got AIDS, got a needle. Yeah. I'm a yeah. junkie. Well, uh, he, was trying, he was stealing bags, right? Well, who was he? He was stealing bags and putting them in bags. Oh, right, right. Bags in bags. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was, uh, like fancier bags. Yeah. Right. I think he had, uh, uh, Michael Kors. Uh, yeah. Is that a brand? Is that a Michael, Michael what? Uh, Michael Kors. I just read it. I have Michael Kors. Oh, yeah. You don't, you're not, uh, conversant with, uh, designer bags, probably. <laughs> they, uh, I, I don't know how people can tell the difference when they buy them on the street. But people, yeah. you know, I, I, women say they can tell the way it fits on your shoulder. And this homeless guy could tell, I guess. Um, well, I mean, it, got, they were selling them in Macy's, so it's not like the the basement down in Chinatown or something. Got, yeah, this guy's got good taste. Um, so a guard confronted Robert Perkadan, and he pulled out a hypodermic needle, according to the DA. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm going to stab you. I have HIV, he told the guard. Mm-hmm. And uh, Perkadan then stabbed the guard in the hand. Yeah, like he <laughs> so just left it at that. I'm going to stab you. And then, yeah, Stop I'm going to stab it. you. And give him a minute to think that over. Right. Macy's job, nine bucks an hour, um, HIV. Now, maybe the guard's like, well, I have full blown AIDS, so HIV, like, uh, uh, yeah. let's hope this fucking knocks it down a notch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you get a downgrade? Yeah. I wonder if that's how it works. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Now you got AIDS. Now you have HIV. I, I, I think you got extra AIDS. Like I think, like uh, <laughs> you, you got another case of AIDS coming up behind your first case of AIDS. And this is this would be an on-the-job injury. Um, I mean, obviously there'd be a full compensation for his medical yeah. treatment. I would think, unless he signed something that signs that away. But I mean, that's a work. <laughs> usually, oh, HIV being a workplace injury as a security guard, yeah. man, that you 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 almost think twice about taking that job because it's not like you're working around a lot of medical waste or some shit or whatever it is that you get HIV from. Yeah, yeah. Dick in the ass, you know? Like, yeah, like, like no say if, you're, if you're a gay <laughs> prostitute or something, you know, taking a lot of bareback. <laughs> right, and, right. like, maybe you should, you know, again, union. Yeah. For guys who get fucked in the ass for a living. Oh, my God. Uh, now. How is that fair? Yeah. D- there's a fair number of people doing that, I'm sure. 
I, I don't know uh, any gay prostitutes, uh, uh, you they, know, that, that, I, that I'm aware of. They need to get of. together. I mean, that's the thing. They, a lot of them keep it secret, and I think, they need, yeah, they need to unionize. And Yeah, I think you're right. I think you you're right. And I also hey. think that if you're a gay dude and you take it in the ass, you should be getting a little money for that. Yeah, you should. Because that's not, uh, you know, that, that, that's not something that should, that's not a service that should be free. No, no, no. And when you have guys that are giving it away for free, what do you do? You bring first of all, you bring the price down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then eventually, it becomes nothing. You know what I mean? It's like I can get this for free. Yeah. I, I have a, a guy that'll let me fuck him in the ass. Yeah. Why am I gonna waste? Why am I gonna spend money on you? Why am I gonna send, spend spend eighty dollars to right. fuck you in the ass? Right. When I got there's there's ass everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this guy's just mm. you know spread eagle reverse eagle. You know. Yeah. And, uh, reverse eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Spread reverse eagle. Yeah. Hey, I saw these videos the other day. Off topic. This mm-hmm. eagle. Uh, these these eagles will swoop down. Have you ever seen how they hunt? These eagles are. First of all, I mean, obviously they're gigantic. They're huge. There's yeah. a reason that it's a national bird. If it wasn't for the eagle, we probably wouldn't have a national bird. What would yeah. it be? I heard it was gonna be um, the turkey. Turkey. Uh, yeah. Ben Franklin wanted to do the turkey. turkey yeah. I think it's because Ben Franklin kind of he resembles a turkey. Yeah. yeah. He looks very turkey like. It's like, right. it should be a turkey. Right. <laughs> yes. That's how I imagine Ben Franklin talking. <laughs> I'm auditioning for the role of Ben Franklin. An obese bird that can't fly. Yeah, I like the idea. <laughs> but he's not retarded, okay? He's just, he, just has, he just has weird hair. I love when people do voices. Of yeah. We don't have voices from back then. Oh, no, you know? no clue but what Benjamin I Franklin sounds like. I think I know what Abe Lincoln sounds like, because they all... Four score. <laughs> yeah, we all know. And seven years ago today. <laughs> well, uh, you know what? Well, Abraham. If you <laughs> that, his name's Abraham. We all have very powerful American voices <laughs> here. <laughs> we all speak a similar way. President. <laughs> Except well, me, Benedict Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm yeah. slimy. Yeah. <laughs> Always sneering. What do you guys need? <laughs> <laughs> Sounding suspicious. <laughs> Gee, Benedict. You don't talk you don't talk like the rest of us. What's no, your say, deal? Say, just tell me where you're going. What are the plans, huh? Well, I suppose we can tell he's trustworthy. He's a soldier. <laughs> Talking to the shirt. Okay. <laughs> Did you know that Benjamin Franklin? Is uh, like okay, you know, you know how people call uh, Trump Hitler, right? That's a routine thing. Yeah, yeah. Slackened up a little bit, but Nazi and Hitler are always around the corner for for Trump, yeah, and he's yeah. never said anything explicitly racist that I've ever heard, not once. Right. He said that uh, that some Mexicans are rapists, the ones who come across the border. Okay, mm-hmm. I can kind of deal with that statement. It would be ridiculous to think that that that. Uh, It'd be weirder that, if he said none of them are. The, there are no rapists. <laughs> In fact, you lay with them all night. They will not take advantage of you. They are very sexually uh, filled with manners and etiquette. It's like uh, they get 80% raped, okay? 80% of the women who come up from Mexico get raped. That was in Huffington Post. Nobody ever cites that. 80% of the women who try to come here from Mexico, right, along an illegal path, they, they bring prophylactics, they take birth control, in anticipation of being raped, it's just part of the deal. Right. That's they, it. Now, if if you they're when, prepared, uh, when sometimes when you say that to people who uh, think differently, they say like, "Well, they they just it's not they're just they have to have sex to get where they're going." You know what I mean? Like like it's just like payment mm-hmm. or something. Like basically calling these victims whores. 
But if, you know, if, if, yeah. if, if Huffington Post says it, I believe it. You know, that's a really trustworthy <laughs> little publication. But they did say that, and uh, okay. But back now, to the Hitler thing. Now, now, back to the Hitler thing. Exactly. Now, <clears throat> now, now, Trump, you know, gets called Hitler routinely, and not nope. not the North Korean guy who North Korea is one big concentration camp. Sometimes he gets compared to that guy. He he did. You know, somebody somebody just compared him. I think it was Elizabeth Warren just compared him to. Uh, <laughs> that's the president of the United States. Okay, there used yeah. to be a time when you know you go like, well, we honor this guy whether we like him or not. Right. Those right. days are over. Uh, that probably ended a, a while back, but like it's definitely mm-hmm. not in play here now. And what do they call uh, Lincoln? They didn't call him Hitler because you know Hitler hadn't happened yet. Uh, they call him uh, Some... the Great Emancipator. That's yeah. what they call him. Yeah, they call him. The Great Emancipator, and they do nothing but sing his praises. Okay, now I'm going to read. Except the some, self, but they. Okay, here's here's a quote from. Uh, oh yeah, they they call him yeah. fucking. Uh, yeah, so, 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 so uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's sort of the Uncle Tom of white people. And they're like, well, you'll you'll change your opinion now. This is some some any Southerner could have rallied behind this. This is something that Abraham Lincoln said uh, on outlawing slavery in the South before the rebellion. Okay, this is a quote from Abraham Lincoln. Uh, and and contrast this with anything you've heard Donald Trump say. All right, that's all I'm asking. Yeah. These are facts. I'm not making this shit up. Yeah. I mean, this is like I've never heard any, Donald Trump say anything remotely like this. He said, "I have no purpose, directly or indirectly, to interfere with the institution of slavery in the, the states where it exists." Of slavery. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that no lawful right. To, I have no lawful right to do so, and I have no inclination to do so. Okay, <laughs> that's just warming up. Okay, that's the first Lincoln quote. That uh, that that. Uh, okay, now here's what he said on equality. Okay, I have no purpose, political. And social equality. Oh, excuse me. Let me let me back up. I want to, it's very important to get the words right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no purpose to introduce political and social equality between the white and black races. Oh, hey, hey, yeah. He says yes. <laughs> there is physical difference between the two, which, in my judgment, would probably forever forbid their living together upon the footing of perfect equality. Bravo, Mister Lincoln. Yes. Mm-hmm. And inasmuch as it becomes a necessity that there must be a difference, I, as well as Judge Douglas, am in favor of the race to which I belong, having the superior position. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. It's Douglas. That's, I don't know who Douglas is, but <laughs> noted racist. <laughs> Frederick Douglas, the noted right. racist. <laughs> On interracial marriage, Abraham Lincoln, quote, our Republican system was meant for a homogenous people. As long as blacks continue to live with the whites, they constitute a threat to the national life. <laughs> Family life must also collapse, and the increase of mixed-breed bastards may someday challenge the supremacy of the white man. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Super Hitler. <laughs> All right, so if you're going to call Donald Trump Hitler, you must also refer... <laughs> <laughs> to Abraham Lincoln as Super Hitler. And you can watch for more of that on Compound Media. Yeah. We'll be throwing up some more quotes. I, I saw a site. It was the top ten racist quotes. There's a top <laughs> Lincoln, ten. Lincoln was on there. Yeah. Those are, that's, those are all Lincoln. Yeah. I'm not joking. I mean, I, so I, I did I did a couple of these on the show the other day on Compound. Jefferson was like, see, babe, you can't that, live with me. It's like, <laughs> we can't get it's married. It's like, hey, man, Abe, look. Abe, listen. <laughs> 
Why fuck up a good thing? <laughs> They're slaves. They have to fuck us. <laughs> Try a little brown sugar, Abe. <laughs> Might change your disposition. <laughs> <laughs> Bring the presidential nigger. <laughs> Outlandish. Can you believe this shit? Tony, I could talk to you all night, but I got to go do this spot, man. I'm so This is such a disaster. We only got another two stories. <laughs> this is good, though. <laughs> I enjoy it. What are you doing on Saturday? Are you busy? Um, are we doing this again? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it again. I'll, I'll make it come on Saturday. Sounds good to me. All right. Well, listen, I'm talking to Tony Tudor, and uh, this this may be a two-parter by the time it's all said and done. we got a lot to talk about. Tony and me, crimes. Now, you're, uh, you're going to be back Saturday. We'll talk then. And uh, in the meantime, what you want to do, follow Tony on Twitter. What is your Twitter? Do you remember? You know, I, yeah, I'm usually not even on Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't. Uh... Well, get on it, because people want to follow okay. you. Yeah, people like they enjoy that shit. They want to they they want to express that they enjoyed your appearance, I mean, and there's really no way for them to do that if you don't like. Just I mean, it's yeah. free, right? I mean, there's I no Twitter bill. Tony Tony Tudor O two because there must be another Tony Tudor uh, at Gmail. Uh, it's surprising that there would be another Tony Tudor. Oh, that's your that's your email address. Oh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, uh, here, I'm, I am I'm, on I'm, I'm, I'm finding it for you right um, now. Tony Tuner, Tony Tutor, Tutor. It's T U D O R. Mm-hmm. It's Staten Island. It's not even a real name. Tutor Funeral Home, and uh, yeah, there's a picture of you, Tony Tutor One, and uh, yeah, God, you do you do not tweet very much. Yeah. I, I think that you've got another one though, man. Let me see. I tried Tony Tutor O Two, Zero Two. Zero Two. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, what I'll do is I'll, I'll act like I'm tweeting at you. Oh, wait, here. the one with the funeral home, that's the real one. That's the real one? Yeah. Okay. Well, you haven't tweeted in a minute, right? Yeah, it's been a, it's it's been, been a while. It's been a little while. Well, you're going to tweet something soon, I hope. Here's you. Uh, you well, here's the most important thing, and I'm not going to downplay this. You've got a set of Dangerfields up here. Oh, my uh, God. From my, yeah, from October 8th. i got to get going. Or? It's like, no, <laughs> you're, you're, uh, you've already done it. You're in okay. the clear. I, there's eight followers that I know. I'm looking for my New York City Crime Report account, which I hope you're also... Uh, uh, following now, look, I know all these guys. I know all these guys. There's Brian Bachner, he's one of the greatest fans there is. Okay, uh, there's Craig Parton, he's right up there with Bachner. Uh, there's uh, Don Brown, a big fan of Compound Media and a fan of ours. Douglas Nelson, he's a great artist who, who you know, gives us a lot of artwork and stuff. Oh, yes, yeah. so I, I actually, know I, him. Great guy, Brandon from Indy, know him personally, met him. Uh, and uh, yeah, great they're, great, they're great fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does, and uh, yeah, Steve Torelli does as well. We appreciate all the work that Steve Torelli does oh, for the yeah, show. Yeah, Torelli did the uh, a picture of us, Finders Keepers. Exactly, it was amazing, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's great shit. And I thought that made it law. Like, yes, right, Torelli. Yeah, law of the woods, right? Rules yes. of the woods. Uh, like I said, Will Bozart. And there's Pat Dixon following you. Look at that. So you need to follow Tony Tudor. It's uh, it's at Tony Tudor one. I followed the girl home from the bar the other night, but mm-hmm. I yeah. made sure she did. Did you, did, sure did you tweet at her? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know something, Tony. It's always good talking. I got to go to a spot. I hate it, but um, we'll talk again soon. Watch on Compound uh, and also CrimeReport.nyc. And uh, no, uh, I always it hasn't happened to me for a while. I've been this fucking unable to just like sign it off. So I'm gonna do it right now. Tony Tudor, thank you one more time, Tony Tudor. Thank you, guys. All right. And thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.
Is it over? Find out how to get extra content and bonus material from this and other shows. Go to patreon.com slash NYC. Check it out. Support New York City Crime Report. Go to patreon.com slash NYC.